Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday evening. God bless you. It is um, August 22nd, 2023. Um, this is Deborah with you tonight, Tuesday night, and um, we welcome you here on PGN. And uh, we're glad that you're here tonight, those of you who are dialed in, listening, and to have your hand up for ministry. God bless you. Uh, we know that there will um, probably be others later. So we welcome um, everyone, those online that are listening live, as well as um, on the recording version. Uh, we bless you. In Jesus' name. Okay, let me find something real quick. I just remembered I was, um, before I pray, let me find this. I just remembering something to look for. uh, It's on a different... Um, so last week, um, I think it was Rhonda asked um, to email something, and um, so I don't know if you were text through the program or not. The, the text number for the program, let me just say that. If you have a question during any of the broadca- broadcast evenings, um, for any of the co-hosts or the founder, and you have a question um, during the broadcast or at any time that you need to get a hold of the ministry and ask a question, whatever it might be, pastoral question, help, whatever it might be, that um, number is 214-505-8719. So that hasn't changed if you have the PGN app. It's on there as well. Okay, so if you need to email something to the host, which that's what was asked last week, the format is to email PGN, and they will forward it to me. So I'm just finding out. PGN, S-O-Y-N, at Gmail. Com. And then I would just go ahead, probably in the subject line, I would write whatever the subject was, and then also, uh, like in parentheses, or say something like intended for Deborah or for Deborah, please send to Deborah, something in the subject line so that it's very clear that you want that particular email forwarded. So, again, if there's um, any time that you have, a question or want to share something and an email that you want to send to me, the formatting would be P-G-N-S-O-Y, like in yard or Yahweh, and then N, like in neighbor, at gmail.com. So that's how we, that's the format in sending a host a email at PGN. Okay. Now that that's covered. 
um, we thank you again for joining us. Let me get this slide in order on this side of the screen. Okay, got it. So, Father, we thank you for this evening. We just dedicate this night to you, Father. We give you all the praise and all the glory, God, all the majesty, Lord. You are so incredibly wonderful. We thank you for your ministry that happens in prayer by the Spirit of God, Lord, moving through your anointing and through your power. We thank you for every deposit that you've placed in our lives, Father. And we thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer and our cries during this time, Lord, and moving on people's behalf, God, restoring health, Lord, preserving lives, Father, and the natural and then the supernatural, God. We thank you, Lord. Just as your word declares in John 14 that you are the truth, you are the light, and you are the way. Father, we thank you for this, God. You're so gracious, Lord. So we look to you, God. We thank you for giving us access to your truth and having the mind of Christ, Father. We receive it. Lord, speak your truth to us, Lord. And, Father, we thank you for the life, God. We thank you for eternal life and the light of life, God, as we follow and walk in your light, God, in your marvelous ways, Lord, in your marvelous light, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for being the way, Lord, even in, um, I believe it was the book of Acts, it was referred to as the way, Father. So we thank you, Lord, as we follow you and learn of you. You lead us, Lord. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let me go. i got to um, take you guys with me, but I'm just going to get my Bible. I was reading a chapter over here, and I just realized I think I want to include it, um, this verse in Romans that I was reading. So I could pull it up on the computer. However, I have it highlighted. <laughs> So just a couple other attributes that were shared in there. So I did want to share a, a testimony that happened this week. And, um, and then also, you know, the verse in John 14, 6, uh, where Jesus does say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And that is truth. That is life. And he's saying, that is the way. That is the way that we follow in humility, as he lifts us up, and how we teach others to follow Christ as well. Okay, so when we look that verse up in the Greek, the Greek word for that is um, hada. Excuse me. And it's talking about the way. It's literally translated this way. I guess it's in there 83 times. It is translated traveling, traveled away, or a road. So literally, as we're going about, a traveler's way or journey, even as a metaphor. But here, a course of conduct a way or a manner of thinking, feeling, and deciding. These are really key. These are really key when we're listening to the Holy Spirit. So if we are, as we are, 
We're following him and his ways. Okay. Go over here to Romans. So in Romans 1, he's talking to us about, um, well, Paul is speaking, and he says, you know how a few weeks ago we were uh, sharing about Jeremiah 24-7, about being wholehearted, right? Well, he says this um, in verse 9, God who, God who whom I serve with my whole heart in preaching the gospel of his son is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now, at last, by God's will, the way may be opened for me to come to you. So um, we thank you, Lord. And then Paul was talking about just imparting a spiritual gift and making them strong, even mutual encouragement of each other's faith. And this is um, also the way of the Lord. But the gospel certainly is we are not ashamed of the gospel. There you are. I lost you guys for a second. We're not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that leads everyone to salvation who believes, right? So, um, so this, is, this is the way, which is the gospel and the declarative power that it has for all people. And that they, they need to declare their um, faithfulness, their love, and their holiness, um, and their union with Christ as well, right? They need to love him as First Corinthians 13 talks about with patience, kindness, goodness, all that. Okay, so it's our course of conduct and a way and a manner of thinking, feeling, and deciding. So when we have the Holy Spirit within us, because he is deposited in us at the time of salvation, where there's the washing and the regeneration and the renewal of our minds when we receive Christ, right? Because of his mercy and his righteousness, um, he's granted that unto us. And we have the power of the Holy Spirit, and he is shaping us and forming us. But we follow him in the ways that even he speaks to us and that he shows us and he's declarative. So sometimes, literally, this can be as you travel along the road or along the way that you, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and show you things. Now, whether you are, and most people here are prophetic so, and this is the nature of PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, to be imparted uh, with seeing, you know, and understanding the ways of the Lord and how he communicates in nature and um, how he uses different elements. He can literally use a sign on something that speaks something that you were just praying, and that becomes a sign to you. <laughs> For those of you generally that are prophetic, understand that and walk in that nature where it, um, it, he's opening up different forms of communication as we travel. Okay, so we're sensitive to that and we listen to that. 
And then also we have um, the Holy Spirit as he's speaking to us. We hear his voice, right? Because we're not going to suppress the truth as, again, um, Romans 1 talks about. But we're going to listen and follow when we have those unctions of the Holy Spirit speaking to us along our travels. Now, this is maybe different because we're out in the world and we're, we have to yield. And sometimes it takes more of a keen, although many people here that um, listen to PGN are very aware of this, but we have to have a very keen sense of how the Holy Spirit and begin to like cultivate it um, in that keen sense of how the Holy Spirit is speaking and leading us on our journey and being able to um, yield to that and say yes to that. Okay. So this is part of his ways and following him and his, his truth, his life and his way. Just as they did in Acts. Okay. So, and in that, well, there's different, okay, so in that, that's really a, a form of our obedience, right? I mean, in our, even our obedience does, I think, many different things. It can certainly, it grows our faith. Well, there's different aspects. <laughs> it just came to me right now. There's different aspects of, like, for our soul, right, because he's creating us and shaping us into his likeliness. That's our character. Well, there's a form of obedience to that, but sometimes we're dying to the flesh in that in some ways, right? We're, like, harnessing and reining in, like, uh, wrong motives or rebellion or whatever it might be, holding our self-control, you know. So, but when we hear the Spirit, when we hear the Holy Spirit and we follow him with obedience, what he's telling us to do, that's a little bit different. While it does broaden our lives spiritually and he is learning that he can trust us with his voice and that we're wholeheartedly um, dedicated, right? He is our allegiance and we're yielded to that. And we, uh, when we hear that, we know it's refined from the Father that we're to step into that. And we don't always really see necessarily the whole picture or the whole understanding until we get on the other side of it or we've taken that step of obedience and then we see what happens or what's transpired because of it. But, um, but we do do that. We do that in courage and faith and in courage and those things grow within us. We grow in the understanding of, hey, I've walked in this in the past, and these three steps that I'm about to take are four steps. I know it doesn't seem certain, but what, what is certain is what I heard. And, you know, I'm going to, in my spirit, be obedient to that. And my flesh is going to follow the spirit, right? Because we're sons and daughters of God. We're led by the spirit. Okay. So my son has a friend who has, I don't know if I've mentioned him here. We may have, may not have prayed here, 
So, um, but he has a friend who has uh, cancer and he has pancreas cancer and liver cancer. Um, I believe he may have had his pancreas removed since um, this transpired about uh, it was May of 2022. I think that's right. That's just a little over a year. I think it's been two years actually since he's been diagnosed, but um, I may have those dates wrong. I'm not exactly sure. But anyways, um, so my son called and said that he was flying in town because his friend was admitted to the hospital and he wasn't doing well. So he was coming in just unexpectedly over the weekend. So my husband and I had been praying for them. We brought him dinner. I may have mentioned this. We brought him dinner and my husband brought him a Bible about a month ago, about, yeah, like six, no more than two months ago. So a month, a month and a half ago, uh, we had brought him dinner, and my husband gave him this Bible. I, I think I might have mentioned it here. I'm not sure. Anyways, um, but we've been praying for his salvation um, since they were young boys, and they played sports together, and we'd give them rides to school rides to the sporting field, pickups, okay, you know, after the games, um, whatever it was, you know. And when my husband, and he's really a true evangelist, his heart is kind of, he is like a God-given natural evangelist. I I do it out of the obedience, um, out of the obedience to the word and with the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And amazing things happen, but my husband is really a true-natured, um, gifted evangelist. So um, he he would preach to the kids in the car, talk to them about different stuff and why it was important, almost to the point where my son was saying to him at a young age, mind you, like probably middle school, Dad, please stop, please stop saying that in the car every single, like, do you have to say it every single time you pick us up, you know? So anyway, um, so it was evident that he he did that. Okay, so anyways, so we have been praying for this family's salvation. And, um, so when my son said he was in the hospital and it's not doing well, you know, we were both very grievous. And anyways, we were still navigating through that with how to help our son while he was here and how to help and minister to the family as well during this time. So um, we went up there Monday to the hospital. Okay. And as we were going, we, I was praying, and I said, Lord, help us to, um, we're just committing this to you, Lord, that we're committing our way to you and, and, our, and that you would direct our steps and you would cause our thoughts to become agreeable to your will. And I did ask the Lord that I just wouldn't, when I got there, and I know I had seen him before again, like four weeks ago, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, something similar. So I wasn't completely shocked in how he would look, but, um, but it is hard, as many of you may know or could imagine. So I did ask the Lord that I could please not cry when I seen him because I didn't want him to think I just didn't want him 
to feel sorry. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't want to be in his presence and just be weeping. And okay, so I just asked the Lord to strengthen me so that I just would not be a basket case. So as we were going, because we were praying, and we asked some other people to pray at our church as well, that there would be no obstructions and no hindrances to the gospel going forth. And that literally was my husband's prayer. And I said, you know, only really, honestly, I said, that is such a good prayer. And really, that's, that's from a heart of an evangelist to, to send forth the gospel and to pray no obstructions and no hindrances, you know, that. Um, and so he was navigating with me, like, do you think if so-and-so's in the room, we didn't know how many people were going to be there or who in the family or whatnot, do you think we should ask him to leave or not? I said, why don't we just see how it goes? And I'll just see how it goes when we get there and we'll follow. Like we've kind of learned to follow each other's lead, like especially when we know it's the Holy Spirit. We just respect it. You know, whether we agree with it or not, we just respect it and press into the Lord. So, so let's just go with that. Like let's just go there and see what, how it goes. But every intention to share the gospel with Van knowing, you know, this, this, He's languishing. And so, um, if but the grace of God to do a miracle, he's languishing in the natural. So, uh, when we went up there, there was, his dad was in the room, and our son was there. He went ahead of us. And then there was another gentleman, which I thought was just a friend of Anne's, but it happened to be that this other gentleman was a younger pastor at their, this family's local church. And as soon as we got into the room, okay, so the mom and then um, he has one sister. They weren't there yet. They were coming later. They, my husband took the pastor when he found out he was a pastor he took him in the hallway, and he knew exactly what he was talking about, getting some verification. And that's one other thing we asked for was clarity, you know, clarity that we would know whether he, you know, that he's saved, you know. And so he was speaking to the pastor in the hallway. He was tell, he said, hey, the mom called me. I don't want to use their names. The mom called me about a month ago. That's what he said. About a month ago. And... I just was, they wanted me to talk to him, you know, and he explained the gospel to him. He, he was explaining what the grace of God was, you know, and, um, and this young man said to the pastor, like, how can this be, how can this be when I haven't lived my life this far, thus far, I have not lived my life for God or even thought to and considered his ways right and and so the pastor this is this is what the grace of god is you know and the thief on the cross and the other you know the workers who gets paid one we're all you know according to what christ sees and and so um so that was about a month ago so when my husband came back in the room so i knew what he was doing i thought well this is 
good, that we'll have clarity, and then John will know which way to head or how to talk or how to share or whatever. So when John came into the room, because this young man's seen him and the pastor go in the hallway and he knows my husband, so he... Uh, John came in the room and he started talking to him and he said, hey, listen, I know you gave me that Bible a little while ago and I was praying, I have been praying, trying to pray more, um, spend more time in prayer and praying to God and he said, this is how he said it, and I just want you to know that I received the gift and so I was like, did I just hear what I thought I heard? And I don't think John caught it because he had just a different, had somehow he missed it. And I was like, and I didn't want to make a big deal in the room, like draw all attention to it. But I was like, oh my gosh, I think he's pretty much saying he's received salvation. It's just he's saying it in the words he knows that he understood and received it in. And so, so lo and behold, that was uncovered, and that brought us such peace and the assurance and the grace of God. And we really felt like we were there at the exact time that we were supposed to be to run into this other pastor and um, to have the clarification. And, um, you know, and he was saying um, he's only met this family like a month ago. And she purposely called for a younger pastor since her son is only like 25. And um, he's like, wow, you guys have known him, you know, since like, I don't know, third grade or something like that. So that was a good exchange. So while we were sitting there, the Lord did give me grace in the conversations um, and what to ask and what I was saying. It was hard, you know, it was hard, very hard to see him like that. I mean, it still is to even think about it, and um, very difficult. And then his mom came up. John was in the middle of a business thing. And the enemy was really fighting us as well, so he had to step out for a little bit. And I said, Van, um, oh, and one of the nurses asked the dad and the pastor to go do something down the hall, and I so that's when I said, I just said it's Van. Van, um, I wanna, we want to pray for you before you, um, before we leave, we definitely want to pray for you um, if you, you know, would let us. And so um, he said, yeah, but I know the others would want to join too, so let's wait for them to come back. And I said, okay. So um, so then by that time, it worked out that his mom and his sister were there. So we stayed a little bit. There was another piece of news. Maybe I can share it next week, but I can't. Um, at this time, but it was good news, if you will. I mean, a good um, where they're headed as far as um, trying to see um, some resolutions for them, solutions for the condition that he's in. I mean, kind of big, but anyways. um, So after we stayed, I don't know, we were there at least an hour, maybe more. And so I knew it was, like, time to go. I mean, he was getting tired, obviously. There's a lot of people in the room. His parents and now his whole family's there. They needed to talk about the next steps for him and stuff. So I said, well, um, I just said to everyone, well, we were wanting to pray um, for Van before we leave, if you guys don't mind. And he was saying he would rather have all of you guys here when we prayed. 
And so um, we gathered around, and I, and I was asking, which hand do you want me to hold? Because they had tubes and different things. And so, um, but I will tell you, as I was sitting in the chair listening to the Holy Spirit, coming back to this part of it, of our thinking, feeling, and deciding, um, and following the way and the manner in which the Holy Spirit is leading, uh, so I only heard the Holy Spirit say a couple things, right? And one, and it was like two sentences, and it was literally out of what was uh, the personal prayer that was spoken over um, John and I last Thursday. And part of the word was to um, about the provisions of the Lord, right? I think he covered maybe a lot of it in his teaching anyway, but the provisions of the Lord through his blood and through his body, every provision that Jesus provided by his blood and his body would be banned, that this is what the Lord wanted me to pray. Really just basically that, one or two sentences. And I remember saying to the Lord, okay, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to do this. I'm going to (laughs) say, and if this, and I said, if this is all that I'm going to pray, or these two sentences, like, and you don't give me any more, while I'm praying and why I re- I'm beginning to release these two sentences, right? Because generally that's what happens. But I said, if I don't have any more, if nothing more comes to me other than these two sentences, it's going to be, I told the sense of the Lord, it's going to be a little awkward, <laughs> but I'm still going to do it. If this is, if that's all you want me to say when I start praying and that's all I have and that's all you've given me, it will be a little awkward, but I will release, you know, what it is that's rolling around in my spirit and in my thoughts. So um, John is very good about knowing when um, the spirit is, wants me to pray. And when he, and when he does, um, John doesn't, he just allow. he's very good and very respectful to just allow me to step into that and not um, necessarily feel like he has to lead it because he's the male. And if you listen to me, I'm not, I'm not, um, this isn't anything negative. It's just, we've learned how to flow in the spirit um, where we can hear and see and know. Um, and if he has a strong unction on his heart from the Holy Spirit as well, he will say to me, um, I, I need to pray first. That's what he'll say. That's what I know. The Spirit's rumbling, and, like, and it's going to be like a train track. You know, it's just like the Spirit is rumbling when that happens. But very, he usually prays after I pray. But if I say... And I lead into his very respectful to just let me, you know, and I said, if anybody else, I said, I just want to pray for him. We, we want to pray for him. But if anyone else has anything they want to pray, of course, at any time, please, please offer your prayers. And so it was a beautiful um, release. I was praying that. I probably said that same sentence maybe three times. Um, and just that, you know, and I added some things that from the Holy Spirit that were clarifying, even scripturally of salvation, because um, I knew I had a mixed people in the room. I'm not sure if everyone in this family have received, um, but and then the nature of the Lord and his love 
for him and each one of them and over their family, their household, their family bloodline, um, you know, would belong to the Lord. And um, so the beautiful thing was, is I had zero hindrances. I didn't feel any like obstacles, even within me to bring forth my prayer. I felt a lot of agreement and, uh, and our son, the beautiful thing is our son was in the room as well. Him seeing his parents minister in the spirit and in word and in truth um, to his dear friends. Um, it really was a beautiful presence of the Lord's kindness um, that was with each of us in that room. And when we, um, I think the pastor prayed too, I think. And then it just, there was definitely a ministry and a heartfelt love and encouragement. I felt that was very genuine and very sincere. And when we left and we walked out, the pastor walked out with us. So he was actually, again, he's young. He was a little turned around about which way to go. So we were helping him uh, find the elevator, right? Because all the hallways and exits kind of look the same. And so I was helping him lead, and so we were talking on the way out, and it was, I mean, we both agreed, we all three of us agreed, that we were supposed to cross paths that day, you know. And um, it definitely was ordered of the Lord and his steps. And um, the confirmation, I mean, and I think this pastor is blown away to meet us as well, knowing that we've been praying for him for years. And the pastor only, the pastor met him a month ago, and then he receives the Lord, right? I mean, I think it helped put pieces together in his mind, um, how God works, and even through the prayer, I think, you know, because I don't know if the pastor at first thought I was going to ask him to pray. I mean, I just prayed and um, brought forth what the Lord wanted me to bring forth, you know. And so um, it, we left feeling very peaceful and confident um, in his salvation. So again, he is not in the best place. And um, so, um, you know, they're probably still going to have ongoing ministry um, for them, and um, but uh, so just be uh, praying for Van and God. He, he really needs a miracle, quite frankly. Um, but I did again just pray and release that every provision that was provided for him and the wisdom and what he needs would be supplied to him through the blood and the body of Christ. So, Father, we thank you for this testimony, God. We thank you for um, that we do, Lord, that you are the way, God, and utmost, Lord, that we follow. We hear your spirit. We follow your spirit, and we're obedient to your spirit, Father God, in the time and the season, um, Father, and and what you're doing and how you're releasing that, God. We, We ask, Lord, that you would broaden um, our paths, Lord, broaden our, um, bring us to a broad place where we understand uh, your spirit, God, and not just in, um, individually, 
not just one-on-one, God, and not just small groups, God, but let it become large groups. Let it become large gatherings, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you would administer your voice, God, administer your grace um, in this time and this season. We thank you, Father, for hearing. God is really hearing our voices um, when we pray. I'm seeing many things happen um, and people, the restoration and health and healing, right? So, and Van just receiving a restoration for his spirit, right? I'm not sure what's going to happen, but God really transforming that, transforming probably their whole household, you know? I mean, my husband said he thought that the dad was very different, you know? He said, I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't already received as well, you know? So, um we thank you, God, for using that, even on our son's behalf, God, uh, just illuminating and enlightening his heart to the ways of the Lord. Father, I pray anyone listening that has family members, Father, that have yet to come to you, Lord, that need to be strengthened or prodigals, God, that you would speak um, their names, Father, that they would follow the way, God, that they would see your truth, receive your life, and follow your way. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you, Lord. Be high and lifted up, God. And obedience, and I was telling my husband, and I know I've said it here, obedience is everything. Really, honestly, obedience is everything. Because God will take care of, when you take care of what the Spirit wants taken care of, he will make sure that things on earth are taken care of for you. So you are the instrument to make a provision for the Holy Spirit to be released on earth and to accomplish the will of God. He will make sure that you are provided for um, on earth in ways that are, you know, unexplainable and explicable unto you and your household. So we thank you, God, for the faithfulness of those here on PGN. God, in the body of Christ at large, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for your spirit to freely flow. God, let it be a free-flowing funnel. God, make that place larger. God, the place that takes in your your grace and takes in your spirit. And, um, God, as it's funneled through, God, let it, let the, the funneling through part, let that become larger. God, and broaden um, their places, God, and how, again, and how they speak and how they share and their obedience, Father, and just the increase in the multiplication of, um, of your voice in reaching the people, God. We thank you for being a blessing, God, and even in some cases vindicating people that they have been faithful to the Father, God, and that the anointing is resting upon them. Lord, thank you, Lord, for every gift, God, every gift, Lord, that you've given, God, let that be strengthened and multiplied as well for your glory. And thank you for faceting us together by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, so even the word that was spoken and prayed over on Thursday, I, right, the Lord brought that back up. I used it. 
um, and I prayed it, right? And we, and it just like this baton in one hand, baton in the other. And then, um, you know, it's just the word of the Lord. When we recognize his word um, going forth, there is life and truth in his word. And it is an everlasting word. You know, we were praying um, today with some people right before I came on here. And there was a prayer that I wrote out in scripture because I had asked the Lord for a prayer for our church and the pastor and elders and the congregation. And she literally was um, saying the prayer that I submitted. She was praying over it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so powerful. And and it was different to hear someone else pray it back to me, but I knew, I knew I sought the Lord on the prayer and the way it was worded. Uh, There was an, and I was, when she was praying it, I was like, oh my gosh, that prayer is so anointed, but I know it's through, it was through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, which is very cool. So again, when it's, when there's truth and life, the word will find a way, right? Because it's purpose. It's set forth for a purpose to accomplish something. So it'll find the way that it has need of. So here I've had just end here with uh, this verse here. Um, if someone needs to hear this verse, Psalm 119.50, it says, um, this is my comfort and my affliction, for your word has given me life. And then... This is up here, Isaiah 30, verses 18, right? God will be gracious to you. Therefore, the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And I feel like he did that over Van, you know, and therefore he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you. Gosh. For the Lord is God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. For the people shall dwell in Zion, at Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, Your teachers will not be moved into the corner anymore, but your eyes shall see your teachers. And here, verse 21, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Wherever you turn to the right hand and wherever you turn to the left. So we thank you, Lord, that we want to hear your voice, Father God, and we do not turn to the right or to the left. Unless we hear you, God, and we, we, we hear your way, and we walk in it. So I thank you for uh, what you've done in Dan's life and his family and administering, God, here at PGN, the word of the Lord coming forth, God, in prayer and deed and purpose. Father, God, accomplish, God, what you set it forth to do, God, in each and every one of them, God. We thank you, Lord. Um, hear their cries, God. And hear their prayer, God. We thank you. Be gracious. Be gracious to them, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's open up the phone line. 
Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Let me pray for you. I'm going to close your phone line for a minute. So, Father, we thank you for Jennifer, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just lift her up to you, Father. We thank you, Father, for your gracious and tender care or your loving, tender care towards her, Father God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for drawing her near, God, drawing even her drawing nigh to you, Father, and drawing near, Lord. We, we thank you for that, God. Just as John drew near to you, God, and <clears throat> he, he could just hear your heartbeat, Father God, um, and the closeness and the fellowship and the intimacy that he had with you, Father. We thank you for that, God, and, and the purity and holiness of your spirit as well, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for, um, for just drawing Jennifer in, God, and caring for her, God, as just, um, you know, just as a good shepherd would care and tend um, for his sheep and to be kind to them, to direct them and instruct them and to provide um, all things. Jesus' name, God, we thank you, Lord, as she is even out in the field, um, you know, that his, his eye is always upon you, you know, watching you and um, caring for you. And, you know, I'm thinking of Psalm 23, you know, just his rod and his staff. They comfort you. And um, just the different measures of that. You know, I don't know if you've ever, uh, this is what's coming to my mind is that um, if you've ever read the book, I think it's by Philip Yancey or Phil Yancey, um, uh, The Shepherd, The Good Shepherd, and really how a shepherd cares for the sheep. And he might have written, I don't know if he has three different versions and then put them all together in one book. Maybe something, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but it really is to see the loving, tender care of um, the shepherd tending to his flock and then knowing each one of them, um, you know, individually. And how they're out, okay, like just being out in the field or out in that he really is very mindful, very watchful, you know, we're not just, even though we could feel like a number, and like a herd of people, right? Um, even in church on Sundays, right? When we just look at all the people, we think, how could he possibly, but he does, <laughs> right? But he does. Um, and he's very mindful um, and care, like he's full of care, um, as well, so I'm seeing those natures and that expression being released um, tonight over you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, there's just every aspect, even in the sheep, that he recognizes. Um, 
and just tend to the care, whatever it might be. You know, health, it's it's all it's all of it. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Yeah, there's even, like, even his nature to counsel and um, care. I know sometimes we call it comfort our soul, but he also counsels us, right, When because he's leading us with truth, right, in life. And he, um, sometimes those things, other things up or bring things to the surface that we have to, um, allow him to remove or trust him. And so part of that, in my sense, is counsel, that he's counseling us. Because even those things can happen unexpectedly. Sometimes we can pray them, as David did when he said, search me and know my heart, if there be any anxious way in me, right? And then, um, you know, and he was really probably pressing into the Lord and then, even saying, you know, that he didn't let there be no presumptuous sin later, even in his own life. So um, he's really going after some things in the Lord, really, to live wholeheartedly. And to, for us to be wholehearted before the Lord, we definitely need to be open to his counsel um, and to his ways. He has so many different means of, Providing for us as people, like even in pets, I was thinking about this the other day, of how, um, you know, right, he makes pets for us, which they they provide for us in our soul, and they, um, yeah, there's so much that they actually provide for the very nature and our humanity that is unspoken, but is so needed. And this shepherd knew that. He, he would know that we needed that expression, that how they would express themselves to us and how we would express ourselves to them, how it was intended, right? There can always be toxicity. Um, but the intention of it is to care for our very souls, and the very things that we need that we might even not know how to communicate, but a pet would communicate those things. I mean, it is astonishing to me the provisions that he made for our very humanity, right? The very air of, you know, why he came and shedding his blood for the whole world. And these just all these different, again, provisions that he made for us in work and our neighbors and families and fellowship and friendships and um, nature and animals, um, food, right? Um, they're intended to help us to enjoy the very nature of God and the pleasure of God um, and not to be abused, right? Because all things can be, some people 
use pets out of order or they use food out of order, right? But the nature of God was to make that provision for our soul. And he watches over the sheep, likewise in the same way. Um, So there you go. So praise God. Yeah, praise God. Wow. (laughs) Kind of blown away right now. I am almost. I've not been. It's been a rough day, emotionally and mentally. And you know, I was prepared to tell you, like you always, like how are you? And you know, I was prepared not to just try to fake it, you know, and say I'm everything's great because I, I'm not. I haven't mm-hmm. been in a good place today, and but after listening to you, you know that. And Holy Spirit, it's just like I felt his care and his comfort and, you know, just astounded. It feels so loved right now. Today, um, you know, I have, I rescued two kittens about a year ago, a little over a year ago now. And they've been such a blessing. And, uh, you know, and I, you know, I'm grateful every day for them, but today I was just I took the time and I was sitting on my bed and I was just telling the Lord, I was thanking him, like, because I really needed a hug. I really needed um, skin, you know, and um, just to be able to pick them up and, you know, wrap them in my arms and, you know, to feel, I don't know, just to, to hold them. And then it was like two hours ago, um... I've been doing some paperwork and stuff, and one of them jumped up on my desk, and I just scooped her up, and, you know, I've been, you know, rejected, abandoned uh, quite often in my life, and I was just telling, because they're rescues, and I was just telling her, like, no one's ever going to abandon you again. You know, you have somebody who loves you, and, you know, God was just, he was speaking to me the whole time, like I was having this conversation with my cat but he was it was a three-way conversation because as I was talking he was talking to me and I heard him just laugh and I could just sense his smile that he was just so delighted that he had as you said provided and I didn't really think of it like that I just like that those words never came out of my mouth it was just like thank you Lord for you know, blessing me with them. But I just never, you know, often I think of provision is the food and, and that, but I, he did, he has, he has provided these cats um, for me. He knew, he knew my needs ahead of time, you know, and what I would need and he, he had already provided. And so, yeah, I was just blown away listening to you talk about pets. I'm just like, am I really hearing this right now? But he, I, I, I just feel so loved. And the Good Shepherd, um, that even, because I hadn't turned my computer on in quite some time because I've been taking care of stuff, and I really felt that he was leading me to write tonight because I used to write songs and and things for him. And one of the... I did my own psalm, Psalm 23, and my oh my personal, personal, intimate psalm 
between us, and I had just pulled it up prior to getting on the phone line tonight. <laughs> so wow, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's just, amazing. Like, with his, yeah, just overwhelmed with his love. I just feel. And earlier, I was, you know, I had a um, notification pop on my phone. It says, "Are you feeling not seen, unheard?" you know, and so forth, and I was today, I was just like, I just had gotten weary, place of weariness, and, you know, I poured my heart out to him, I'm just like, I know you see me, and tonight, you know, through your words, and him speaking through you, I just really, I just, I know, he just pouring his love out on me, I just appreciate you being his vessel tonight to love on me, and encourage and comfort and um, just speak to me in, in a way that only he can. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for pouring, pouring yeah. yourself for us. God, um, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you, Lord, for giving us tender hearts to be vessels that can flow. God, with your spirit for your people, Father, always thank you, God, for um, that, that, Lord, that there was no obstacles or hindrances um, to reach Jennifer, God. We thank you, Lord, how you identify and clarify and just um, lift her up, Father. You are the glory and the lifter of her head, God, as Psalm 3 says. So we, we thank you, Father. And even um, when we were talking about your cats and saying that God provided for you, but I also was thinking God created. She created those pets, you know. Mm-hmm. She creates even provision, God. So I, I pray, Father God, if there be any place that feels barren um, in people's lives, God, whether it be spiritual, body, soul, or spirit, We thank you, God, for your creative works, God, that you would blow, God, on the dust, blow with your breath, God, and create with your wisdom and your reasoning, Father God, every provision that they have need of, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your creative works that are sustaining from generation to generation, Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. I'm just so thankful that he's confirmed again that these cats were from him because I had sacrificed, like, having any, you know, being a pet owner anymore because I told him I wanted to do, I didn't want to be hindered, you know, or held back to do his work. And so I'd put that on the altar and for many, many years, and um, it was very hard. And so when this opportunity to take these cats, you know, I did not think I would be able to keep them. Um, and he, I had a dream, and I had a vision, and I had them telling me that they were mine. And, and But I was told that I could not keep them. So um, just the, I just thank him for just confirming again that they are a gift and, and provision from him. And they were absolutely designed specifically for me. I am absolutely sure of it. Their personalities are just, I could not, he could not have 
You could not have designed them better for me. I'm just blown away right now. Thank you. Thank you, Father. <laughs> yes, I'm just so... I'm a... Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Thank you. Did you have any prayer requests? Or? Um, actually, I feel like they were. my prayers already been answered tonight. Okay. The comfort that I've received. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Just You're keep welcome. flowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Amen. Well, glory Thank to you. God. God bless Amen. you. God Thanks. bless you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, my computer is spinning. Okay, um, let's go to nine seven two three six five. Good evening. I think this is Rhonda. Hi. Good evening, Sister Deborah. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I have uh, just a quick testimony I'll share. Um, my little neighbor that I always ask y'all to pray for fell in her yard last week and broke her femur bone. Well, she went in and she had surgery. Yeah, she's 83. She went in and she had surgery. Well, in the midst of surgery, they lost her. Uh, They had to do CPR on her and bring her back. Something started going on with her heart. Uh, So when surgery was over, they had to rush her to ICU. I'm speeding through this uh, so, you know, other people can get on. No, thank you. They had to rush her. Yeah, they had to rush her to ICU. So when she got to ICU, they was like, Ooh, yo, something is going on with your heart. Your heart isn't functioning right. So a doctor came in and was like, well, ma'am, you know, uh, you are 83, and uh, you have to take into consideration that you lived a good life, and you need to decide if you want to be DNR because your heart, oh, he kind of, like, upset her. She just started crying and weeping and crying and weeping. I said, just calm down now. It's just going to be okay. Well, when the doctor left out, I said, we're going to pray. I said, we're going to pray. I said, I'm going to pray with you. I said, I'm going to call Sister Evelyn, and Sister Evelyn, I'm going to have Sister Evelyn pray for you. Her and I prayed first, but before we prayed, I said, let me ask you something. I said, is there anybody in your life that you need to forgive? I said, your husband, your children, anybody. Somebody did something to you when you were younger? I said, if there's anybody that you need to forgive, forgive. I said, if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we're going to pray that prayer of salvation. We prayed, talked to the Lord. She opened up her heart. She cried. She forgave. So after we got through praying, uh, we prayed a really beautiful prayer. I called Sister Evelyn. I asked Sister Evelyn to pray for her. So Sister Evelyn prayed. You know, Sister Evelyn prays, and she goes in, and she prays in detail. So I left the hospital, and I went home maybe for like three or four hours and came back. Before I left, she was on all these machines. They was giving her all these different medications. When I came back and walked in the room, the doctor it was in there. He was like, her heart is better. He said, uh, he said, I don't know what happened. She said, I don't know what happened. She said, but we took all the machines off. We, she's only on one medication now. And he said, it's like different than day and night. And he said, you know, hey, she's better. But I knew what wow. You know, yeah. unforgiveness. You know, unforgiveness wow. had that heart going left and right. And we prayed, wow. and I told her, I said, you know, you know, any time in life when you're dealing with things, I said, unforgiveness destroys your heart spiritually. 
So that's a testimony. She pulled through the surgery. She's doing well. Hopefully she'll be uh, out of, you know, rehab maybe in like a month. Um, her name is Miss Nancy. And I know I've asked for prayer for her before, I think even with Randy, because she lost her husband three years ago. But I just want to uh, ask prayer for her. And just what you were saying earlier about Dan, if you know, that's the importance. If it's something that, we need to do, like forgive, release things, uh, repent, accept salvation. We just never know what's hindering, you know, uh, that breakthrough for us to uh, uh, be healed and be delivered or whatever that is. We can't see it, but spiritually, it's something there that's a hindrance. And, uh, you know, yeah. you really have to, like, pray in faith and, and speak the word of God and believe that whatever, you know, that you feel like you're holding on to. Because uh, like her, you know, she's upset with her husband because he passed away and he left her in a situation financially that is not good. So she kind of was holding on to that. And I said, that may be what's hindering your heart. So I just wanted to share that uh, because what you were saying about releasing stuff or making sure something is not there that's interfering with, you know, what we need mm-hmm. to be healed. That is so true. And when you said that earlier, I didn't press one. I was just walking and said, you are now in the host queue. I said, well, maybe the Lord want me to share that because that's true. You know, my neighbor was dealing with something and that was spiritually that ended up manifesting physically and probably, you know, could have taken her life. But she had the opportunity to repent and release. So I just wanted to share that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Now, is she the one who also broke her femur as well? The same person? Yeah. She, yeah, she, yeah. She's a 83 little lady. Her family lives out of town. Me and my husband, our daughter, we, you know, try to help take care of her as much as we can. And the other neighbors, they look out for And, uh, yeah, she had just, I had just left her house, took her mail, took her food and told her, don't go outside. Stay in the house, eat, relax. Four hours later, I get a call. I fell in the backyard. So I'm thinking she just tumbled and, you know, got back up. The neighbor said, well, she fell and she can't move. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, but we thought it was worse. Oh, well, we God bless you. And all of that. Yeah, but it's not. It's a lot better, and she's healing a lot faster than, you know, expected. So I know it's the grace of God that's on her life that's doing it. Yeah, for sure. Well, God bless you. Okay, yeah, we'll pray for her. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Let me unmute you. God bless you. So, Father God, we thank you for Rhonda, God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, um, just for shutting forth. Let's just see the um, shining the, um, a light, like the sun coming up, and the rays um, from the day, like the beams of the rays of the light. Um, coming forth from the horizon as the sun is rising um, and there's a verse I think it's Isaiah 50 oh is it Isaiah 58 I could find it um, when it talks about healing on his wings let me, let me find it this way Oh, no, okay, it's not like that, uh, Malachi. But to you who fear my name, 
the son of righteousness shall arise with healing on his wings and shall go out and um, grow fat like the stall-fed calves. So that's good. Wow, that's amazing that he even would care for the animals to, um, you know, have heartily uh, what he provides for them. So, Father God, we thank you for the son of righteousness shining on uh, Rhonda's life, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for bringing forth healing on your wings, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord. Unless there's something on that, I don't know what. So, Lord, we, and we thank you for Nancy as well, God. We thank you, Father God, for um, bringing forth her healing. God, we thank you, Lord, for her healing in body, soul, and spirit. And we thank you for the very nature of God, Lord. We pray that you would comfort her, God, and continue to strengthen her, God. And we thank you for the grace, as Rhonda is saying, on her life to bring forth healing, God. So we thank you, God, for just doing a wonderful work, an amazing work in her life, God, and those places, Lord, um, that she's released. God, we ask that you would fill them uh, with the balm of your word, with your comfort, and your praise, God, that she wouldn't have a garment of heaviness. God, she would put that off, God, but have a garment of praise. So I thank you, Lord, uh, that gratitude would begin to overflow within her life. Words of gratitude. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, praise God. Let's go to our next caller. Thank you for joining us, Rhonda, sharing that testimony. And Using our automated oh. system, press 1 to process Hello. a payment for a future date. Press 2 to return to the credit card information menu. Okay, somebody's multitasking right there. So 804-218, I'll come right back to you after this next caller so you can complete your task. So um, this is 323 Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? Good evening. I can I can try to figure this out. This might be is this Keisha? Yes, it is Keisha. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, this is me. Yes, I'm here. Okay, Keisha. And tell me where you're from again. Is it California? Uh, Texas. Texas. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Well, let me um, mute you. Thank you for joining us, and I'll pray for you and come right back. So, Father God, we thank you for Keisha. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you, Lord, for your heart flow unto her. God, seeing like a um, balm. Uh, yeah, it's like some type of balm of a heart from the heart flow. Out of the heart is flowing this balm. I don't know what it is. It's like a like a clear, sad balm. It's the balm, B-A-L-M. So I thank you, Father God, um, just for the healing. And I don't know if it's a type of healing because it's flowing out of your heart, indicating that he's healed things in your heart. And his word that says um, that the same comfort you have been given to comfort others. And I believe that that is, even if I say that, I just really feel the Lord on that. Um, So, Father, we thank you for the process of how you bring forth healing, God, and the balm of your word, God, that comes forth and it brings forth 
really, God, it brings forth truth. It brings forth life. And it brings forth your ways, God. And we thank you, Father, that you just are multi or really nothing in your word is just black and white and surface. It has so many different depths of understanding and meaning, God, um, and purpose, purposed um, with intention. God, so we thank you for Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let me look that verse up because sometimes I think, like, um, sometimes there's something in it that I didn't realize was in there. Okay, let me do it this way. Corinthians 1, 4. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I'm sorry. It's just cutting me off there. I couldn't see the whole thing. Okay. So, who, blessed be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort that we ourselves are comforted by God. We are partakers of all of that. So the things that you are partaking of the Lord, and again, and I'm seeing like, um, just going back to originally what I was saying, just the outflow of the heart of this psalm type of thing. So offering it to others with whatever consolation, comfort, um, you know, that you would help comfort those and their troubles as well. So we thank you, God, just for your ministry of grace to continue through the outflux of Keisha's heart and her hands. In Jesus' name, amen. So praise God. Okay. Alrighty. Well, if you have any prayer requests, um, let me know before we move on. God bless you. I do want to uh, ask for a prayer for a friend. Her name is Annette. Okay. 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 All right. Just a a personal prayer or something specific? Well, for her ministry. Um, she is, I know that she is, um, she knows she feels the leading of God about it and 
um, her mother was really strong in the ministry. And um, so her mother, so pray for her, her and her mother um, in the ministry that God has given them. They're just trying to get understanding and praying and seeking God about it. Okay. All right, no problem. Well, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks. Okay, let's pray for your friend and and her mom. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, and I just feel even when you were saying Annette and her mom and the ministry, even what we were talking about tonight about Jesus being the truth and the life and the way and um, you know, he the way being the course and the conduct, right, and the the manner in which we think and feel and decide things, Father God. So we thank you, Lord, for let your word bubble up within them, Father. Let them not take that lightly, Lord, because your word says your your truth is refined as seven times as silver seven times, God. So there's purity in your word, God. So we pray for the things that you've given them, God, that they, they wouldn't set it aside, Lord. Um, they wouldn't, um, Lord, make light of it, Father God, that they would really dig in, Lord, and understand how you want them to follow with the course of their conduct of how you've called them, God, into ministry, God. We thank you, Lord, as you and sending them out two by two, God, and, and even being instruments and um, examples of the generations, God, and of working together and marking um, and making things together. You know, some of the things I'm pretty sure in um, Ephesians 6 where it talks about, like, the armor, the armor of God, it's talking about peace, and it's very relational if you ever look at it. I mean, I'm sure you have. I'm sure we all have. Wait, let me just go to it for a second. Oh, no. Okay. Can't do that in a hurry because that's not good. Um, So patiently. Yeah, so um, the power of his might to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wails of the enemy, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers against rulers and dark places of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness and heavenly places. Yeah, and that can be paralleled again to Romans 1. We talked about Romans 1, but not the ending part of Romans 1. We're talking about the wickedness and how God brings that about, but that is, okay, so stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having um, shed your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench um, the helmet of salvation and for the spirit. Praying, okay, it might be in the amplified version that they talk about this, but even just the peace, and um, there's some nature to the family of God and the armor of God. I don't know what it is. I don't know. And I don't even know if I've heard that before. I've, I think I've read it, like I'm kind of seeing it, but I don't know if that's um, the spirit of God or not. But I thank you, Lord, for the unity, God, as they work together. God, let there be no obstacles and hindrances for them to bring forth um, the gospel, the power of the cross, the power of the word, and the power of your blood upon their ministry, God. We thank you for covering them, God. And and we thank you, Lord, for leading them out, 
God, to do your will and to do your purposes, Father, for such a time as this, God. We thank you for the courage, Lord, for them to stand and to take steps, even in the midst of opposition. You know, there will be opposition. There may not be obstructions and hindrances, right, because he clears the path for the opportunity. But the um, opposition, we are fighting the prince of this error, and there's going to be opposition. So we need to stand with courage um, in that place, in the midst of that, to be obedient to the call. But I thank you for the word that you've already spoken to these women, God, and I thank you that they would lean into and lean upon that word, God, and step into it, God, and teach them, God, that they would... um, really, Lord, um, tether and unite and even, um, you know, maybe write out um, as a testimony to the Lord, but also so that they can remember um, how the Lord has brought them here to this place to minister to the Lord. And just starting with that testimony, how he brought that about so that they can recall the goodness of God, right? That's how the patriots did it. They recalled the goodness of God. And when they came across different circumstances and situations and they prayed, they lifted up their cry to the Lord, their petition, their humble pleas to the Lord. But then they always recalled how the Lord came through for them, how he miraculously provided, how he miraculously directed how he miraculously instructed, right? And then they called upon that and remembered that. And that's how the patriarchs prayed. They recalled the things of the Lord, the remembrance of the Lord, how he worked in their lives. And that strengthened their faith and um, caused them to move forward again and again and again. So praise God. And that that is really a, I don't even know if you want to call it a structural, but it is, I guess it is a type of structure for our faith to step into that and to function, right? Because we do need some structures. And I don't mean that in a religious way, but like um, just like Rhonda was praying about when you pray for people to um, for healing, that there's nothing, there's nothing standing in the way. That's a structure of the Lord. We have an understanding of how the Lord works within this framework, that I would call that a structure. And those are good things because um, we can call upon his name and we can move in that with confidence, right? And with knowing and with, you know, being um, fully relying and dependent and trusting upon him and his ways. So praise God. And he's always teaching us, even when we step into it that way, then he expands and expounds our knowledge of um, of his ways. So praise God for Annette and her mother. God bless you. Okay. So let me go back to um, 804-218. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? What is your first name? Eight zero four two one eight. Good evening. Welcome to PGN. Would you like prayer ministry this evening? Thank you so much for calling. I do want to pray for you. Oh, 
Okay, God bless you. Okay, 214, I'm sorry, 804-218. Good evening. Okay, thank you. If you would um, like prayer this evening, you can send a text to the program and they will and let me know when you're ready and then I'll be happy to pray with you. Put a little um, mark by your um, number. Your 804 number. Okay. So let me just see it. Praise there. And now I'm here. So uh, 903-808. Good evening. Hi, Thank Deborah. you for joining us. Hi, Deborah. This is Janie. Um, I just wanted to call in the line and just get prayer, uh, mainly just for some guidance and God to connect us in some places that we need to be be connected. But uh, I just wanted prayer tonight. Okay, so guidance and connection. Oh, well, God bless you. Good to hear your voice. Thank you. Yeah, I'm honored you're here. So God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me pray for you, and then I'll come back. So, Father God, we thank you for Jeannie, Lord. We thank you for blessing her. In the name of the Lord, Father, we thank you for it, God. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name, thank you, Father God. So for some reason, and I don't know, um, I mean, I'm just going to say this, not because I imagine it in my own, but I had seen you, and I know that you ride horses, and I had seen your um, page on on the PGN as well, so I'm saying that to say, I don't, I don't, I mean, I happen to know some instances about the horses and your hair color is red, but I actually seen you on a horse full, like running with the horse and your hair was almost like fire, like on fire for the Lord um, and just running and with the, but like a wind on your face and a wind in your, um, that is a sustaining wind upon you as you are running on this horse, but your hair, again, your hair is just like fire. Um, so, Father God, we thank you for Jeannie, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, we, we know of her faithfulness, God, we know of her prayers, God, and her heart for you, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, God, um, Lord, as she's asking for your guidance, Lord, and your connections, Lord, we pray for her heart, God. We pray for the things um, that she has in her heart, God, that burn for you, God. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, that it is um, that your your guidance and your trajectory, however you say that word, um, is leading her, Father, God, that, that those places in her heart, God, are coming forth. Lord, um, and you're leading her, God. And we thank you, Lord. Um, We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your blessing on this. We thank you for your anointing upon her prayers, upon her heart, God, in Jesus' name. And I don't even know if that's something like the speed of that horse and just running. I don't know if God's just going to, like, it's just going to take off or it's just going to, like, like hit the ground running. I don't know if there's that correlation there, but we thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you for her heart for for your people, God, to minister, to care, Father, for them, Lord, and to uh, make herself available for the kingdom of God, Lord, and to be a minister, 
to be a minister of your grace and of your hope. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We cover her heart, God. We can pray for the things um, that are in her heart, Lord, that are rolling around, um, that she's got rolling around in her heart, Father God, um, that she maybe hasn't spoken. Lord, I thank you um, that your grace is covering them. Um, so I'm actually seeing things roll around, and but it's covered with water. And um, and I don't know if you, if you, and I don't know if you feel this way, or have thought about this way that like maybe the Lord, um, like you don't want to converse with Him about that yet, or um, you're not sure if He sees it or if He cares, something of the sort, and um, like you've been silent about it, don't want to you know, shake things up or something. I don't know. But um, it is, his grace is on it. His grace is on that, um, the things that you're holding in your heart. Um, So we thank you. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name. So let me, um, hold on, because I have a blog talk in my ear here. So, um, you know, I was thinking before I opened your phone line, I was thinking about this today, and I don't know why, but um, I think I'm supposed to show this here. I mean, I've showed this testimony before, but but I, for some reason I was thinking about it today. But um, when I used to work at this one um, clinic, I, when I was driving home, I would always, like, decompress when I was coming home. And as I was coming home this particular day, I was a little bit complaining about the supervisor, a little bit. And um, just whatever happened, I don't remember what happened. But um, and so it was kind of like talking about that. And I and I remember I said to the Lord, "Well, that's it, Lord. I'm not. That's it. I'm not praying for that person anymore." But I didn't know that I actually said that kind of a thing. I just thought I'm done, you know, like whatever. And so um, so I was, I was driving. I heard the Lord say. And let me open your phone line, and I'll finish my story just so I can those lines don't jump. So I heard the Lord say to me when I was driving on the highway, "What are you doing?" And I remember thinking, and I was just talking to him, and okay, I'm surely he doesn't mean what are you doing? Like, am I? I'm driving. Like, certainly he knows I'm driving. That can't be what he's after. I wonder what he's really wanting to know from me because he knows I'm driving. I wonder what he's really after. And then the Lord answered me, right? So even in my most internal, which I thought, which, you know, it's kind of silly when I think about it now, my most internal thoughts, he's listening to me, right? And so, um, so, but he answered me when I when I was in my internally thinking. I wonder what he's really after. Of course, he knows I'm driving. I'm not going to say that. That's not going to be my answer, you know. And the Lord said, "No. What are you doing with the gift I gave you?" And I said, "That really it silenced me." And I said, "What? What? 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 What do you mean?" Because <laughs> I was like totally thrown off. And um, he said, yeah, what are you doing? And I said, well, what do you mean? I said, what do you mean? What am I doing with the gift that you gave me? And he said, if I ask you to pray for somebody, then that's what I want you to do is to pray for them. It's not, you don't get to pick and choose and release unless I instruct you, you know? So, um, 
because he specifically, I know I was at this particular center to pray and intercede for this person, you know. And I thought, wow, like, I didn't even know that's what I was doing or that was the intent of my heart, but he drew that out of there, you know. And so I'm not sure why I'm saying, like, you don't even have to say anything, but I'm not sure why, but I just felt like I was supposed to share that um, right there, you know. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, I've I've been through similar things there. Uh, You know, people that you pray for and people that you uh, continue to stand in the gap for, people you continue to be friendly to or whatever and and it you know it it, you don't always see the fruit of your labor you know sometimes it comes through later i guess um yeah and and i'm thankful to god (laughs) yes yes and not that that's a correction word in any means or any ways it's more of a faith word because like my Mm -hmm. heart my intention is that my heart belongs to the lord and I see that with you as well. But, and I don't know if it's something the Lord's going to draw out of your heart to show you. Like, you know, um, yeah, I don't know if there's something there, you know, like where he's going to draw things out of your heart, you know. So that wasn't mm-hmm. a correction in any way. Please know that. No, no, I, I don't think that. But No, I just, you know, since we've been up here, we've, we've visited – we haven't really felt led to just find a church and lock in, but we've been trying to visit around and try to find kind of where, because when God, you know, directed us to this area, there's obviously people we're to be connected with or people that are supposed to touch our lives and people that we're supposed to touch their lives. And we visited around a little bit, and nothing has, no place has really felt uh, like the place that God wants us. So I'm like, oh, okay, Lord. There's not really that many uh, full gospel churches up in this area. So I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, direct us. And then I'm having the same thing with a farrier, you know, horseshoer, you know, farrier. And uh, I've gone, I've, you know, in a different area now, so trying to get a farrier up here. And I've tried two or three different ones or four, maybe four different ones. And um, they're either, and I've called half a dozen others, and they're either not taking more clients or some of them I've tried have just really not been very good, just not 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 just not good enough for what I'm needing and um or not you know not faithful and I'm struggling with that I'm like Lord I need the connection and I need direction here <laughs> you know my uh, any on, on getting a farrier and just a number of things um you know Hollis had surgery um eight days ago I guess they removed a tumor out of his bladder but the doctor, they used too big of a catheter, and he basically said that they had to kind of force it in. Well, they just kind of tore him up on the inside when they did that. And so oh he's been gosh. laid up for a week. Oh, goodness, yeah. And then he got to where he couldn't urinate, had to go back to the emergency room, and the nurses couldn't get one in. So they poked a prod and poked a prod and poked a prod and got him bleeding again. And, and oh, you know, the, oh, oh, Lord, the pain behind it and then the, not able to urinate good, and of course he's urinating better, and then it, you know, it has messed with his eating. He's lost ten pounds in a week. Wow! Oh my gosh, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Today is the first day he felt a little bit better, and actually I had to go to decab this morning, so he actually fed the horses and cows for me and all this morning. And uh, but then when he came in later, then he had some blood in his urine again, and it was like, Lord. <laughs> Of course, at this point, I'm thinking the doctor in Sulphur Springs is quack, so I don't know. 
he's the only urologist over there. So it's oh, just like, wow. Lord. Yeah, Lord, we need some direction here. And he goes back Friday for uh, for a follow-up, but kind of between everything else is just like has felt a little heavy between you know between that going on and trying to keep up with uh, other things going on the heat and the chores and and uh, trying to get lined out on some things but uh, at any rate I appreciate your prayers and yeah you know I guess we've all got things in our heart you know I, I, I try to talk to the Lord about everything but I'm sure that yeah. there are probably are things that that roll around on the inside that I think, well, God knows, or I don't know. You know, here lately, I've yeah. I've, 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 I've not had the time. It's like I've not really had the time to just pull away with alone time, uh, because between you know, tending to my husband and then trying to take care of everything and run all the errands and do all the chores, it's like there's there's not been a lot of time just to pull away. Yeah, that's but, a lot. And it might be something like when you were talking about church and even the barrier thing, um, but like church, you know, sometimes we have things in our heart. I know I do that I would prefer to see in a church service. And, you know, like mm-hmm. those things roll around in my heart, my preferences and my, do you know what I'm saying? Um, and mm-hmm. it's like, an, and hopes and expectations, especially in church, that um, I have before the Lord that I don't necessarily communicate, but I definitely, I mean, internally I do with the Lord and they are rolling mm-hmm. around. So whatever these things are that are rolling around, like his grace is on it. It's like, a, mm-hmm. if they're not just silent and being bounced off the corridors of your heart, you know, mm-hmm. His grace is in it. Like, yeah, he's hearing it and he's covering it. And, yeah. So, and I didn't know that about your husband. You know, my uh, father-in-law had a had a bladder and so did my brother. But Randy, I'm pretty sure it was Randy prayed for my brother. And he's, man, he's he's doing great. I mean, he for years. And so did my father-in-law. And that, like, they when once they took care of that with my father-in-law, it was done. Like, he never, he didn't have any problems mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, yeah they they've got all of the tumor and the the pathology report said in, and it was a, a type of cancer. It was a little tiny that they had just and uh, I, you know you'll say they accidentally found it. And I think the Lord caused them to find it because they were actually checking his kidneys or something and and in the ultrasound wow. they saw that and uh, yeah. and found it. So it was real tiny. They did get it all according to the pathology report. So that's that's a big praise God uh, and that. Yeah. You know, the Lord calls them to find it like they did. Um, so that's yeah. all good. I, the, the the problems they've had has really been from all the catheterization and, and, you know, him saying, well, I had a heart trouble getting in, so I had to just force it in. And it's like, oh, Lord, why don't you go to a smaller one? But uh, Yeah, that's but it But, yeah, on the church stuff, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I think a lot of it, I have – you know, I've seen so much uh, agendas and corruption and stuff in churches that, or, or in really in the body, you know, in some of the leadership in places that it's mm-hmm. made me real leery of some places. You know, it's like, Lord, <laughs> the body of Christ ought to look better than the, you know, ought to to uh, look better than the world in that sense, and and you're not always seeing that. Uh, yeah, that is know. true. We could 
probably spend a whole program on that. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. sometime I should share. Yeah, and I, I don't tell you, I just press in because I want to love what the Lord loved, and he loves mm-hmm. his bride. He loves his church. So um, I know there are things that I, um, he just called me to pray and to intercede in certain areas, yeah. you know, and yeah. So, um, but I, I, to, I do understand. I think I'm sure a lot of people that mm-hmm. are listening yeah. um, understand as well. Yeah, and we do want to, you know, be yeah. careful be who we share altar with. Yeah. Yeah, and my, you know, my husband. Now he wasn't. You know, I was kind of raised in church and raised for gospel and stuff. So I've, I've been around more. Um, he was raised Baptist and whatnot, and, and just not in church as much. So those kind of things, you know, I have to watch. Those kind of things take a toll on him quite a bit. So, um, oh, okay. you know, for for being protective of his walk with the Lord, uh, you know, I, I have I have to really be led by God of where where we go or where we plant because it uh, it, it can you know those sorts of things can take a, and have you know have uh, taken a toll on him some so. Um, what might be you know what might be disappointing for me might be devastating for him. So yeah, you know, that's a good um, point. Yeah, because um, yeah, everyone's resilience and how is different. So. Yep, but in him, yeah. But anyway, okay. I appreciate you. I appreciate the prayers. I appreciate you taking the time with me. I know you've probably still got several more callers left, so. Um, I won't we'll keep you, couple, but, but thank you. It was good to hear you. God bless you, too. Thank yeah. you. God bless you, too. Uh-huh. Good night. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So, so, Father, we thank you for their household, God. We thank you for healing for Hollis, Lord. We we know that he's covered, um, Lord, by much prayer, God, um, through the PGN family and Randy as well, God. But we, we set our faith in agreement as well, God, for um, that internal healing, God, to take place, God, that um, there would be no more loss of blood, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, uh, for pursuing a work, Lord, and bringing forth complete healing and restoration there, God. And we ask, Lord, for even a work, um, again, over the church, Lord. Let it, let it minister to them by your grace, Lord. And your healing as well, Father God. You would establish that um, through through your guidance, the right connections for them to be a blessing to, because we know they will be, and for those to bless them as well, God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay. I think I'm right here. Uh, nine five four five eight zero. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hi. Good evening. You're speaking with Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. From Jamaica. Thank you. Hello, Carolyn. Yes. Okay. Let me pray for you. Hold on. I'll be right back. Thank you for calling. So, Father God, we thank you for Carolyn, Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your grace and your wholeness to be upon her. Father God, Lord, thank you for fruitfulness and seeing fruit. Like, I think that's a mango or a papaya. I'm not sure. Thank you, Lord, for the fruitfulness in her life. 
In Jesus' name, I'm bringing that about, Father. Um, You know, so the fruit that comes forth is in the right season um, for the right reason and the right, uh, I know that there's something that, um, and I know that, um, goodness, what has his name used to say that? Kim Clement used to say that. Would it be for the right reason and the right season? Something else he used to add to that. But I see the fruit coming forth. Um, that it is, is like it's in the right, it's very specific for the area and the community and what you serve and what you live in. So, um, you know, it's not like a unique, it's a unique fruit, the papaya or mango in a different area, like if it was in Oregon, right? Um, that it would be an unusual fruit, but with purpose, okay? Because God wouldn't do that planting and bringing forth that fruit because he tells us that we are to bear much fruit, you know, the fruit that he's prepared in advance for us to bring forth. And so we do bring forth our fruit in the right season for the right reasons, but our fruit is for other people. I mean, it really is. It's for the service of the community, the service of the realm of the influence, whatever that might be, um, that our fruit comes forth, that others can see it and know it and partake of it. So um, we thank you for the fruit of the Spirit over her life, God. We thank you, Lord, um, just the location, there's something even like the location of where you are, you know. So, um, you know, I don't know if you were here earlier, specifically sharing a testimony how we were specifically in a, um, specifically at the hospital visiting a friend when a specific other person was there because we were committed our way and we prayed on the way there. Lord, we're just committing our way to you. You direct our steps and our path and cause our thoughts to become agreeable to your will. And it really, ideally, those, I've seen the fruit of that um, be displayed that day, okay? So um, there was a fruit in that, you know? So, yeah, i never seen it like that before. But So, Father, we thank you, God. Um, so that specific was a specific location. That's what I was referring to when I said that. So um, so there's a location for that. So I don't know. Um, I know a lot of times you call and you even ask um, for prayers over your work and you have awesome prayers over your work and your supervisors and your coworkers and just the demonstration of um, how and how you ask um, is brilliant, I think. And so I don't know if there's even a fruit there um, in the workplace. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, like that being a specific location to your community as well. So the community meaning the people in which you live and the city, even the neighboring cities, wherever you do business, wherever you, ever, ever there's an exchange, like even if you, any exchange of money or do any type of business, um, but that's your community. Those are the people that you're reaching and that you have an influence for, for the kingdom of God, even in prayer. 
and releasing, um, you know, releasing the blessing, releasing the authority, binding and loosening, loosening um, in those areas. Certainly the body of Christ, our, our gifts are for the body of Christ, the building up and edifying and strengthening. Absolutely, 100% there. That's why God gives them. The first partakers of the first fruit are with each other. So praise God. So, um, so that's cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Well, I'm, I'm praying in regards to um, God giving me clarity um, in terms of his vision for my life. Uh, I have recently been ordained within my church as a pastor, oh. and I, it's my desire to be a very effective leader um, and to fulfill the mandate that God has called me to do. So that's, that's weighing heavily on me in regards to fulfilling my assignment. Who wants me to awesome. do especially in this season. Yeah. So, well, praise God. It's, well, that's wonderful. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you for sharing that. I'd be happy to pray with, for you over that. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Okay, let me close that. And then I'll pray. So, Father, we thank you for Carolyn. Father God, we thank you, God, um, for blessing her on earth as it is in heaven, God. We thank you, Lord, um, and come into agreement with those who um, ordained her. God, really, you know, that is the fruit. That is the fruit that is coming forth um, on earth as it is in heaven, right? God God ordained it. And now we're seeing it on earth. That's the fruit of the purposes of God for your community. Um, You know, this is the right reason and the right season, right? So um, we thank you, Father God, that they would be partakers, God, in Jesus' name. And uh, we thank you, Lord, for great clarity for her life, God, and her vision. And I don't know, you know, whatever the last thing was that the Lord showed you um, or that you have a revelation on, um, that you know um, that he wants you to do in the vision, it's good to step, continue to step into that, to be faithful to that to continue to plug into it and to serve with faithfulness in that as well. And then the Lord adds to that, brings the increase um, as well. But I do, I do pray for the clarity um, that you're asking for, that the Lord would speak that to your heart um, and lead you forth. The word says that in Isaiah that he leads us forth with joy and he leads us out in peace. So, um, so there should be some aspects, certainly of peace and joy, even inward peace. Like even if your assignment is, um, I had a pastor tell me one time, if you step into your assignment, sometimes it's bigger than what, like it could feel awkward at times in different ways that you need to serve under this um, authority. Um, it feels awkward, like it feels like new shoes that you have to, like that are too big for you. This is what he was saying. 
like two, three sizes too big for you that you need to, but it's because God brings you there because he wants you to grow into that place. So there might be things that you're more comfortable doing and other things where you feel awkward or uncomfortable doing. It's because the Lord's growing you to walk into that. So there isn't the authority, right? So on earth they're recognizing the authority. They're giving you authority on earth as it is in heaven. And so I thank you, Lord, for her heart to just want to be effective in that, God, and to not abuse it, God, and to help even minister to people, Lord, just the mending of the gospel, the mending of the cross, and reconciling um, places in people's hearts, Lord, that, um, that have been hurt, maybe even by church, just as Jeannie was saying, God. So we, we pray for your protection your preservation upon Caroline as well, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I was telling the pastor in church on Sunday, because he, last week, he said something about fasting. Um, And so I was telling him um, that I was glad to hear that he was fasting, not that he hasn't brought it up before, but I was glad to hear recently because they're in transition a little bit still, um, but it's going well, but there is some transition there. But um, I, I told him that I was glad to hear that he was fasting because I think it's really important. And somebody, now I don't know if it was Wesley or who I had read somewhere during um, part of my schooling or whatever it was, ministry schooling, whatever that was, that um, he said he wouldn't, I think, I don't know if it was Wesley or not, but he wouldn't lay hands and ordain any pastor unless he agreed and committed to fasting at least once a week um, for, you know, with his relationship with the Lord and for his family, you know, that he like from sun up to sundown kind of a thing, you know, like at the end of the day, whatever, at dawn, he could break his fast, okay, but he had to agree um, he wouldn't ordain them without. So I would say that fasting is really important. Um, you know, it's really important. Um, and even if you just start with, and everyone has different health things, but even if you just start with a meal, um, one meal, and kind of navigate through that as you build and you process, you know, with your body and acclimate, um, to its expectations and demands as well. But, um, but yes, I would definitely say it. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, um, just for the, the clarity and the call, Lord, that she would be effective and availing much in her life, God. So we bless her, God, with the fruit that you've purposed and ordained in advance for her in Jesus' name. Okay, our last caller, because I'm not paying attention to the time. So, right, 251, 229, good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? Good evening. How are you? Oh, this is Sarah, Miss Sarah. Yes, this is Sarah from Alabama. <laughs> good evening. Thank you for joining us. You know, I think I've been wanting, I don't know if I talked to you last time, if I ever told you that you were telling me about a minister, um, Victor Thompson, I think it was, a worship, and I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. that. I just wanted to let you know I did um, take your suggestion, and I 
really, I like the purity. Um, you could hear, um, I like the purity of the Lord that comes through um, the worship there. So thank you for that. No, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. And let me pray for you. Father God, we thank you for Sarah. In Jesus' name, God, we, we just lift up to him. I'm thinking like mountain peaks, mountains and mountain peaks. And, um, you know, maybe the, is the Lord bringing you to mountain peaks, the peaks of the mountain? And I'm not sure what that is or why. Maybe he will show me that. So, Father, yes, Lord, we thank you, God, for bringing Sarah to mountaintops like literally the peaks, like at the top, you know. So, Father, we thank you for bringing Sarah to mountain tops and mountain peaks, Father, for your glory, God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, um, just for even her faith and um, that allows her to go to those places, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for the beauty of it, God, that she would capture, Lord, all that you desire her to capture in these mountaintops, God, um, and in these lessons, Father God, and um, sustaining her faith and even the faith that you've provided Lord, um, so I, I see the Lord like um, like you're going to experience it, but there's a lot of, I don't know if you want to call them, I don't know if you call them lessons, but in the testimony or in the, um, like there's a lot of things that you're going to learn in it, and, and I feel like you're supposed to share it with other people. Like the rest of us are going to learn a lot about going to mountain peaks and mountain tops. Um, with the Lord and, you know, what that looked like with your faith and how the faith is demonstrated, activated, um, you know, strengthened, something, something, uh, you know, um, like the whole process and experience of it um, where you're going to be in it to win it. And certainly the Lord has the victory for you, but I feel like, I like the, like the purpose is I say, okay. I see you very much experiencing the whole, as he's allowing you and purposing you to do this, like you, you are very much in it. Like you're not thinking, oh, what, what is it about this that I need to tell other people? You're very much all in, like you're very present um, in the experience of what the Lord is doing in your life and bringing you to these mountain peaks or mountaintops. And through that, when that experience is complete, you're going to have the realization and understanding of all these things that you learned. And I feel like you're supposed to, that's the part where you're supposed to actually really share it. So um, for me, when I need to capture things, I have to write them down. And the sooner the better, because I can capture actually the emotion like, or that side of it, right? So it's not just um, in detail, like a manual, like putting together a desk or something from Ikea, right? But it has the emotion part, so I can, I have, then it brings forth the understanding 
and the connections to God. Um, so there's something about, and maybe you've already experienced these things, but I just see like you um, are supposed to share them and I don't know what form or delivery that is. Um, but I do see that others in the body of Christ can learn more of their faith and how they connect that to God and how he works, right? Because I've never really learned, I mean, I've learned a lot of things because I'm probably a lifelong learner and I enjoy learning. But I also, um, I learn a lot when people are just sharing their testimonies and being real about the spirit and even their own soul, you know? And um, I just learned a lot how the Holy Spirit works um, the inward workings and the outward workings of the Holy Spirit through the very nature of our own humanity and our own soul, right? And even through our strengths and our weaknesses, you know. Um, but I really see a strong connection with you and your faith with God um, and in these experiences and these mountaintops and being able to communicate them so when I say share, like communicate them. So, um, and again, I don't know to what degree or to what realm of um, the body of Christ it's to reach. But, um, but it is to be communicated and shared. So, praise God. Praise the Lord. I, um, I can relate to what you're saying because um, I've experienced a lot, and uh, the faith that the Lord has given me through all the experiences um, is is strong, you know. And then I I feel the close the closeness of the Lord, you know, because He's brought me out of so so many things, you know, different mountaintop experiences. Um, mm-hmm that I've had, and it strengthened my faith in him. And um, to the point, uh, just as an example, uh, one of my friends, she was like, well, um, I don't know. The kids are going, you know, they're back in school. So um, I don't want them to go. One of the the children has to, uh, I think, repeat it or something like that. And I was like, well, you know, if we just take it to the Lord in prayer and just leave it there and give it to him and have the faith that he's going to work it out, you know, he will do it and and, 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 and everything. And I just felt that faith and that release, you know, um, just telling her that, you know, that don't worry about the transportation because she was worried about, well, how are they going to get back? How are they going to do this? So we prayed about it, and just that experience within itself, among others, um, just lets me know that, you know, those, and then I've had several other experiences, real mountaintop experiences, and then maybe I should just tell them, like you were saying, that the Lord is giving you to say, so yeah, I can I can relate. Yeah, so there is, because I really do, um, there is something on your faith, and even, um, like, it's very humble, too, you know, it's not like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to do it, 
Like I've seen people do that or express it that way, but um, but yours is like yeah, there is everything even what you're saying. I know I'm just reiterating what I said, but there's something really strong about your faith and your connection with God that as you share that, other people need to learn again the inward workings and the outward workings of um, their own faith and their connect like building their connection with God. So there. There is something, so even you already declaring and saying and sharing that you've had those moments, um, yeah, there's something, there's something there. Like it's teachable. Even in the, testi- the testimony, it's teachable, you know? Yeah, in a good way. Like, wow, that's really going to strengthen other people's faith, you know? Oh, yeah. I have a, you know, a lot of mountaintop experiences plenty of them to the point where I can tell other people and uh and pray you know and uh and they can get something from it. Um especially get my getting closer to the Lord and through those experiences, um, especially the mountaintop experiences where I've been there <laughs> and I've learned it <laughs> and I can definitely mm-hmm. tell you, you know <laughs> This is the route to take, and this is what the Lord has done for me. So yeah, and I mean through those experiences, He's He's been there, like I'm sure He has for others uh, through the mountaintop experiences. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Well, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for uh, clarifying and establishing or verifying Your Word and establishing uh, Your Word and the faith and Sarah's heart and her life, God. So bring this about, God. Um, Lord, I ask you that you um, bring it about how you desire um, and purpose it to to reach the body of Christ, Father. We thank you, Lord, for Sarah's faithfulness, Lord. And uh, so sometimes when we flow in something of the Lord that is the very nature that he's given us, we really don't know anything else, so it seems. But sometimes it can seem common to us, and we're we're not that we're we're not trying to minimize it. We just don't realize sometimes how it needs to be heard, how it needs to come forth, um, like that there really is a need for that, you know. And so we we thank you, Lord, for um, just opening opportunities for her and um, allowing her to see and to know that is the opportunity um, for her to share, Father God. And I ask Lord that you would grace and season her words um, with every testimony, God, because the testimony, um, God, of Jesus, right, or the testimony of um Jesus is a spirit of prophecy, Father God, where you want to reveal yourself, God, to other people, to encourage them and to to, um, illuminate to them and strengthen their faith, Father, and whatever other purposes, Father, that you intend um, through the testimony to be repeated, God, let it be so. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you so much. I thank the Lord for you every time. 
and the PGN family for praying not only for me, but praying for others. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, 804-218 is our last caller for tonight. Thank you so much for calling. Who am I speaking to? 804-218. Good evening. How can we pray for you this evening? Yeah, I just want prayer. You can just pray for me. Is this... um, This is Angie from Virginia, but I'm I'm driving, so I'm with my mom. Oh, okay. All right, thank you. And I just, I just okay. wanted to pray. I just called in because it was my, it's my, it's my Tuesday night special. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's sweet. Thank you for joining us. Okay, let me pray for. I'll mute you, and then um, okay. thank you so much for hanging in there and staying with us tonight, Father God. We thank you for Angie, Father God, in Jesus' name. We bless her, Father God, and and her mom as well, that they would have safe travels, God, that you would watch their going out and their coming in the same, as Psalm 21 says, Lord, that you would keep them and preserve them in all of their ways, Father God. We thank you, God, for the preservation of your spirit that brings life, God. And I know I say this a lot, but it's the light of life, and it's the preservation of that, God, the dimension of your spirit Um, that works beyond the natural, beyond the third dimension into a fourth dimension, God. We thank you for that preservation, Lord, uh, in Jesus' name, over both of them, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And let me just jump to your mom for a second, Angie. I see the Lord um, putting, like, signs setting up signs in her heart. Um, Maybe it's things in her heart and then God's going to bring them to pass outwardly, but I'm seeing signs um, placed in her heart um, that are descriptive. Um, They're descriptive things and they're signs being placed in the soil of her heart. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that is, um, yeah, I don't know if that's an inward thing and then going to be an outward thing, whatever those signs are. And I think that's necessarily a play on words, like that's a parallel or a parable that I'm seeing. Excuse me. Thank you, Lord. We'll come back to that if the Lord um, has anything more on that. And, Father, we thank you um, for Angie, God. In Jesus' name, I'm just writing that down. Father, we thank you for Angie, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, um, for what you're doing, God. We thank you, Lord, for the flexibility in her life, God, but she is always tethered to you. Um, you know, that you yourself would go to great heights for the Lord. And, like, it's like that bungee thing, but the bungee cord's, like, strapped to your ankle. And, like, you'll go to great heights for the Lord and, you will do what he asks you to do, you know. So if, if you says jump, you know, or dive or whatever, you know, you're going to just do what the Lord tells you to do. But you're always tethered to him. Like he always has you. And, um, and you're confident in that. 
Um, and you have a knowing, like your knower knows the Lord has you um, in those places. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, um, for how you use Angie, God, for, for her flexibility, God, for her courage, for her obedience, God, and bringing her, God, um, and her going to great heights for you, God, and that you have her. God, you have her and you keep her. And you protect her, God. And we thank you, Lord, that you, you, your hold on her, God, is secure. And you truly are her, her rest and her peace as well. Um, but we thank you, God, for your firm grip, God, and even your mighty right hand. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank you. We're going to end this night tonight. Thank you for joining us, Angie, and I'm going to mute your line again. Thank you so much. Shalom to everyone. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.